Welcome to another installment of Show to Be with Mike G, the show of life, the show of Tiki, Alabama, serial killers, Duran Duran, and so much more with today's guest, KPB. That's right, Kimberly Patton, Bragg of Latitude 29 in New Orleans. She was recently in town in Dallas, Texas, talking and teaching for Bar Institute. We get to sit down the next morning, sip a little bit of Fernet, and talk about life, talk about acting, talk about her husband being a screenwriter, her interest in music, and ultimately why Tiki is the least pretentious genre of cocktail making there has ever been so without further ado i hope you guys enjoy this great chat with kimberly Patton bragg of latitude 29 I do and I don't. Um, so my husband, he uh, he loves going to movies. He's also he uh, writes screenplays. Oh no, kidding! And stuff like that. So uh, so he loves going to movies, but he he's he has a very specific way. Yeah. And he has like a secret theater that he goes to uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. You know he he doesn't like it when it's super crowded. I mean, we rarely go to like the big movies until it's like towards the end. Right. Because people's behavior in theaters Dude, they is suck. so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. Um, we we do have this one theater called um, Canal Place Theaters, and yeah. I like that one a lot. Except I end up spending eighty dollars because <laughs> there's food there, isn't there? There's food now. And their booze, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but I always get the front row because they've got ottomans, yeah. and because they serve alcohol, no kids are allowed. That's Im- it's perfect. Exactly. Have you heard of the Alamo Draft House? Uh huh. It's 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 so it's Austin's imprint on the okay. theater experience and we're the, the, i'm gonna say austin's a place that started serving alcohol in theater oh yeah go figure right well, I jacksonville had that years did, ago did they? and it was it was great too um it was the san marco theater and you could smoke in there and oh, all that shit, kind of really? shit yeah. yeah i mean now mind you this is the 80s and the 90s yeah. and uh all the tables were like um uh, kind of like your school tables, you know that. Yeah, that yeah, little yeah. Thing. yeah. So, oh, that's so cool. It was awesome. Um, and so they would have to show like second run films, yeah. and you know, and I loved it. Um, and that was years ago, but uh, I love having Canal Place. You know, to get some truffle pro- popcorn, Damn. pretty decent cocktails. Yeah. You know, and um, decent wines. It's kind of impressive that we can go watch po- a popcorn movie, you know, as they call yeah. it, those blockbusters, and get in Manhattan. Exactly. It's kind of like, well, what kind of world? In well, New you Orleans know. And, and a lot of the bigger theaters and yeah. everything, they've got DAC machines. So no you can get shit. a frozen Jack and Coke and go to the theater. There, pretty much anything in New Orleans, there's going to be alcohol involved that, in it. You know, so. I think that's all right. You know, yeah. And I think it is the age of enlightenment in that sense. It is. Yeah? It is. Well, so let's take it back. So you were born in Alabama. Mm-hmm. When you moved to Jacksonville, you were pretty young when you yep. moved down there. Yep. I was, we were born in a dry county, so oh, gee, yeah, so move. we had to get the fuck out get that, of there. Get yeah. uh-uh. as fast as possible. Exactly. Yeah. So I love the irony that I was born in a dry county. So uh, the rest of her life has just been rebelling. Oh against yeah, it, right? it's 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 uh, and it's like all roads lead to this. Also, my uh, <laughs> great aunt, she was the first woman to get kicked out of Sweetbriar College for what? Making bathtub gin Hell in yeah. her dorm room during Prohibition. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> 
So, yeah. So, Did you ever get to meet her? No. Oh, uh-uh. I know. I would have loved to. My dad said uh, he would... Uh, he would go to her house. She was a lady of means. Yes, sure. And, uh, and she would be uh, outside, you know, cocktail in hand, smoking, and you, he'd hear her go, God damn it. And then she'd go to the butler's <laughs> pantry and open a drawer, pull out a pistol, go back out, drink in hand, and just boom, squirrel. Squirrel? Yeah. She hated the goddamn they're, squirrels. They're so cute. I don't I even get it. Right? I know. I think she just wanted an excuse to shoot something. I think that that's what most people are looking for. Yeah, pretty and much. Better the squirrel than me. Better the squirrel than me. I'm, I'm cool with that. I live in New Orleans. Better the squirrel than me. Absolutely so. better the squirrel. So any siblings, brothers, or sisters? I do. Um, I've got a sister who's uh, three years my junior, yeah. and a half-brother who's 15 years my junior. No kidding. Yeah. So So you're the one they look up to. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not literally, that. right? <laughs> For some time. I don't least. know about that necessarily. <laughs> so actually, my uh, little brother and his wife are thinking about moving to New Orleans. Oh, yeah? So they're getting their uh, boat ready. They live on a 26-foot sailboat with, oh, cool. with a cat. I, I would, no way I could do that. Yeah, it's I, too small. It's like living behind my bar, yeah. basically. It's, what about the, the, the rocking back and forth? Does that bug you? Mm-mm. Not that. So no. It's just that uh-huh. you need the size. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're, they're getting their uh, boat seaworthy because they have to go all the way around Florida to come back up. That's incredible. So, yeah. That's kind of cool. I it mean, is. It's very cool. And I finally know somebody with a fucking boat in New Orleans. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So, about time. About time. For you, were you, when I try to think about, well, one, it's like, what do you do in Jacksonville? You probably get into trouble. That's oh, fair, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, I was the good kid. You were the good kid. I was the good kid. I was, I was, I was, a, uh, I was a good goth kid. Uh, good goth kid? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was angry because I had nothing Bauhaus. to be angry about. Well, so, so who, yeah. who was the shining guiding light musically for you in this Oh, I dude? lived for fucking Duran Duran. Oh, my God. That's great. Oh, yeah. my God. I Simon, just, man. Uh, yeah. I would say I was a Nick Rhodes girl. Nick's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's and more attractive. I actually got to meet him. Did you? Um, really? When I was, uh, I ran a toy store in uh, New York and Soho for six and a half years. It was never made less money, never been happier. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I was working in this, and this dude came in, and he bought this uh, this puppet. And uh, I, I thought it was him. And I was just like, okay, Stephanie. Just roll with me. With yeah. this. And so he got to the counter and I'm, you know, wrapping it up. I was like, you know what? I'm sorry, but you remind me of a guy I had a crush on all through high school. And 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 Stephanie was like, who? She was from El Paso. She yeah, didn't know any it's of my people. Morrissey yeah, exactly. Then, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Have you heard Mexican Morrissey, by yes, the way? Oh, yeah. oh, God, they're so good. So anyway, uh, so I handed him his package and he was just like, well, I am very pleased. And once I heard that British accent, you know it's him. door closed and I squealed like a 13-year-old. Oh, my God. So the next day, I'm buck naked in the house and dyeing my hair. I've got, you know, red shit dripping and all this other kind of stuff. And my husband answers some phone. He's like, you have to take this phone call. I'm like, oh, I, is it a Am puppet I emergency? Like, I don't know yeah. what happened. I'm thinking because it was work. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, Michelle said, you need to call this number right now. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know what I did. You know, and so I called and a gentleman on the line said, hey, um, my client was in your store yesterday and my client who you thought it was, it is. And he would like you and your friends to be guests at the show. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Front row seats, Holy backstage shit. passes, all that. Wait, what year are we so, talking? What uh, This was in the 90s. So this ordinary yeah. world? Yeah. I mean, ordinary, that, they yeah. had that massive comeback. It was with that so record. great. And so I got in the back, and I had, well, like, one of my British import books with oh my, my I Love Nick Rhodes scroll on it. You know, and it, That's he incredible. It. It's so nice that I had all that, you know, teenaged angst yeah. and, and all that. I'm like, dude. 
because uh, that what I told him when he was at the store, I'm like, man, Duran Duran was all I had. I went to an all girls school, you know. It's like that that was it, man. you know. So yeah, and all that, you know, I wanted to be Susie Sue so mm-hmm. bad, you know, all that kind of shit. And um, were you ever? Because um, I know that you pursued acting for a little bit, mm-hmm, right? But mm-hmm. on the musical side, were you ever performing? Yeah, I, 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 um, I started in uh, high school, um, operatically trained. Oh, cool. And uh, did uh, I was in a group called the Madrigals, so stupid, you know, and it was like this show choir thing, <laughs> yeah. and um, and. Uh, a lot of theater. We did Gilbert, Gilbert and Sullivan's uh, there. That's good and stuff. And it is. It, Absolutely. Pinafore. Oh, yeah. yeah. HMS yeah, yeah. Pinafore. You, yeah. All of those. Uh, the Mikado. Um, and I initially went to college for fashion design, really? actually. Um, in Florida? Or did you move? No. I, I went to Stevens College in Columbia, Missouri. Okay. Um, I got a four-year scholarship to go to Pratt, but my dad's like, you are not going to New York at 18. And I was so mad, you know, yeah. but... He was right. I would have fucked it up. And I ended up being a theater major anyway. So, there you go. Well, there you yeah. go. It all, it works, all works out. out. All works out. With so. the, the acting bug, that creativity, is, is it something that comes from your oh, folks Oh, dude, since I was a kid, yeah. you know, um, I remember in the 80s, everything was about Annie. Uh, the movie uh, Annie. Uh, yeah. uh, no, it was before the movie. Just the, oh, the Broadway. The oh. Broadway show. And um, and I saw Annie uh, when it was the touring thing. Yeah. And I saw on stage... At the end, when everybody was clapping, mm-hmm. everybody clapped for the dog, everybody clapped for Annie and everything, but Miss Hannigan came out and people lost their shit. No kidding. And I was like, that is what I want. And so uh, when we did a sixth grade production of Annie, everybody wanted to be an orphan. Everybody wanted to be Annie. I just wanted to be Miss Hannigan. And I got it, you know, yeah. and, and it was really, really fun. So um, You caught the bugs. So oh, definitely. I was uh, from probably birth. I was probably going, I'm here. You know, so uh, it's uh, definitely. And it was one of those things that I denied for a long, long time. Yeah, but you and can't because it comes bubbling it up. It comes right? all the time. And when I went to college and I was, I was doing all my fashion design, um, I was also involved with the student run theater. And uh, the gentleman who ended up being my mentor, he yeah. uh, he totally, uh, every time he saw me, he's like, you're going to be a theater major. You're going to be a theater major. I'm like, nah, I want a real job. Ha, ha, ha. And sure enough, I went to uh, Perry Mansfield, which is a summer program for mainly the dance students. Okay. Like modern um, in, dance stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Uh, Steamboat Springs. Um, but they also had fashion design. I was going to get ahead on some credit so I could go to London and study oh, man. Uh, millinery and shoemaking. And... Uh, I got cast in Godspell while I was there. I was Judas. Surprise. <laughs> and, uh, and, I get to see this typecast. I know. I know. Um, uh, and so uh, I discovered that, you know what? I fucking hate to sew. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like the process of theater more than anything else. Yeah. And so uh, sure enough, on the plane back to college, who am I sitting next to? Mr. You're going to be a theater major. Oh, I'm my like, God. Are you kidding damn me? it. I got the whole. I told you so for like two hours. The universe so. is not against you, Mm-mm. for you, mm-hmm. right? Well, Truly. so at, at that point, because I love, man, I love film. I never was oh. an actor, probably for the best. I'm not in, egotistical enough. Well, I, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in one movie. and really? I, I decided to do it uh, only because um, I wasn't experienced in film. I yeah. was only in you know Stage. musical theater and all yeah. that other kind of stuff. And uh and uh, I figured this movie sucks, and so nobody's going to see it, and I'll get experience. And oh Please my! Please tell me that that's, that it was actually seen by so many people. No. Okay. It no, wasn't. not at all. Damn. It's enough to be on IMDb, and that's about it. 
Um, and it was called Addiction. And it was like some horror movie or something. It, once I saw myself on the screen, I was like, oh, holy shit. That's awful. Really? Oh, my God. Because I'm so naturally animated uh -huh. anyway. And you're so used to emoting yeah. from stage. When you're this and your face is this big on a screen, oh, it shows. It's all exposed. Everything. Yeah. I'm like, I should probably take some film class before <laughs> I do that again. <laughs> so. So did you? But so okay. So it's an, it's one of those moments, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I yeah. could say, well, fuck, I don't really like think I look very good on film. No. Or. Uh -uh. You could say, you know what? I'm going to be the best I can be. Exactly. And you're saying, which which route did you take? Um, I, I just basically stuck with stage, you yeah. know, and, and I think it's not out of um, uh, choice, right. but just how the cards laid, you yeah. know. I just got more auditions for stage stuff and, you know, commercials and things like that. It's pretty over. common, especially so, in the hospitality industry. These oh, guys that yeah, started in absolutely. acting, you know. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you, you have to be a different person for each guest, you know, You're somebody right. is going to want to be more reserved. You know, somebody's going to want, you know, the KPB obnoxious experiment. I'm yeah. not for all tastes. And so you have to, you have to adjust for every guest. Yeah. And I think that's what really allows, uh, and also it's a schedule that people can move around. Right. And stuff like that. So I think that's why people are, you know, there are tons of theater people. I, oh, you know. And I, it pays a lot better than Shakespeare. For sure. And it's artistic too, and there is absolutely. a stage of absolutely to your point, right? You put absolutely on different hats, but at that point, I mean, it was the hospitality piece and pouring drinks or whatever yeah. you want to call it? Was that something that was supplemental income at the time to just help you keep fueling the? Oh piece? yeah, I mean, I was constantly sheepish, and you know, because especially in New York, yeah, uh, with when you're behind a bar or serving, people ask you what. What do you do? Right. Like, this isn't enough. Yeah, right? exactly. And so I always gave that sheepish answer, you know, yeah, I'm a cliche. I'm an actor. No, 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 no. And, and then finally, you know, I just was like, no, I'm a bartender and I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have to play those mind games with yourself, uh, you know, like, why didn't I get this role? Right. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, yeah. It gets really, really personal if you let it. And, you know, you could remind the director of his ex-girlfriend. It has nothing to do with you. Right. But you're going to you, go home and you, you're yeah, Exactly. And you I couldn't that. do that shit either. So what sucks. about me was wrong, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry? I like it. It's a very animated. It's one of these Mary Kay people, man. Oh, really? There's a Mary Kay convention here. And right? Yes. <laughs> and I ran into one of them in the, the, the elevator, and she assumed I was with Mary Kay. I'm like, no. And she's like, well, come get your set. And she's like, call me like three times and... A day and a half. You I'm know like, if they make it to this building, yeah. the combination of Mary Kay saleswomen mm. and men probably. Oh, yeah. And the alcohol. This oh. perhaps could be the biggest party Dallas ever oh, seen. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> the it's two, the two worlds converging into Oh, my life. God. For, so this acting, it was there a point in which the bartending piece or the hospitality piece, like this really became who you were? And then you kind of had to just not yeah. abandon, but just put the acting aside. Yeah, and and the thing is, is you know, I I joke also. It's like it took me leaving New York and leaving acting to end up in the New York Times on television and books and crazy? all that other kind of shit. Yeah. So it's like I just found this this is a niche, you know. Yeah. And I I discovered that I'm not really a character actor. I'm a character that acts. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, you know, I definitely have gained a persona as everybody does as sure. they get older you know it's uh the, the whole kpb thing and the 
fiery red hair and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. part of who I am. When you think about it, so it, I've, I'm but curious. All, oh, red no, head, all redheads, though, there's a reason I, I figured out why I've, um, I've always, you know, gone to red. Is yeah. all of my heroes were redheads. I was just going to ask you. Yeah, what are some uh, of the people that influenced absolutely. the aesthetic? Uh, and... Well, all, all female comedians, pretty much. Yeah, you know, Lucille Ball. Carol Burnett, Lucille Ball, yeah. Madeline Kahn, oh, yeah. uh, Red Sonja. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, which, which was what? Con, uh, Connie Nielsen or something? Uh, that no, was no, Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so all of them, um, all of my heroes really had red hair. Yeah. And, um, and also serial killers don't go for redheads. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, they, they want to kind of, yeah. probably want to yeah. dial it in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, they got a type. So, yeah. So. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. I'm from Florida. We're obsessed with serial killers. Well, Bundy ravaged, ravaged that place, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. talking about that the night. Anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, redhead. Okay, so that makes sense. So a really nice aesthetic. It, it has its place in goth and new wave music. Absolutely. Too, right? Oh, I tried to have black hair when I was a Bloody Mary in uh, South Pathetic. Excuse me, South Pacific. <laughs> um, I hate that musical. Uh, I was a uh, Bloody Mary, and so I'm like, oh, finally, I can dye my hair black and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, oh, I looked terrible. You didn't hair. like it? I looked Awful. And it? also my dumbass, I also dyed my eyebrows uh-huh. and black got into like my skin. Oh, and no. so I oh, it was awful. It was just awful. I'm like, nah, all right. Whenever I try a different hair color, yeah. and it's pretty much been every hair color you can imagine since the eighties, sure. you know, and uh, uh which is why I got the nickname Chameleon. Chameleon. Oh, oh how pretentious. But anyway, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, whenever I go back to red, I'm like, oh, there you are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back to being me. Back to home. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of the most notable, like, musician that's got red hair. The, one of his backup <sighs> singers for B-52s does, yeah. right? Yeah. I can't remember her name, regrettably. Yeah. And then, um, Shirley Manson from Garbage. Yeah, Shirley House. Manson, definitely. Those are some great ones, yeah, right? Absolutely. Oh, L7, I'm sure, many oh, times. Oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Many. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, a bunch of opera singers, too. Oh, really? Yeah, so. So um, it makes sense. There's kind of a theme. It, does it? Yeah. Are you by chance fiery? Are you a fire sign? Shit. Uh, actually, I'm a cancer. Are you really? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a cancer. I'm a total mama bearer, cancer. That's, you know, that's interesting. I'm, I'm actually pretty damn domestic. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely got a fiery personality. I would definitely say that. Do you think that so. there's a switch for Because actors, right? Actors, oh, yeah. Salesmen. Yeah. Not that it's the same thing, but salesmen do that. They go into oh, a totally. room and they sell it. Yeah. So... That's what we do all day. That's right. Yeah, to kind of just yeah. tighten up the language. The, Absolutely. You know, when you go home, is that flip switch flipped off? Um, a little bit. Um, uh, my husband and I um like to make each other laugh a lot. Yeah. Uh, we both met doing stand up. Oh, so, yeah. So you did stand up. I did stand up. Well. Oh, I did improv. I did all that kind of yeah. stuff. So, uh, so y- there's always that humor, but. Yeah, I like to I like to listen to French music and cook and hang out with my husband and the cat and yeah, yeah that's, that's that it. doesn't sound so, so yeah. bad. I love no, air. I love Serge Gainsbourg. I love Serge Gainsbourg. Yeah. yeah, we went to his grave when uh, when we went to Paris. So oh, yeah, yeah, great. I love any of that like 1960s French pop oh, and all that. It's yeah. just super sexy. It is super you know? sexy. It's great. that's why I like Air, right? Because Air is super sexy. I love sexy Air because they're just really paying homage exactly. To that. Where did they go? I, that's a great question. In so the they air. in there <laughs> into in Air. No, I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they had they, that great album, and then it Mustafari's just Mustafari's kind of, great. Yeah. 2000 shirts. They put out a retrospective recently, which had a lot of extra tracks. A retrospective on one album? No, 20 years. Holy shit, I didn't even know that. Oh, my God. Yeah, but they just haven't been real prolific. Right, right. But again. And also, um, do you know uh, Strome? Strome, no. What is that? Strome, um, it's 
backwards of maestro, uh, okay. basically, or an acronym or whatever. Um, uh, and I love his music. He's mm. a, he's a lot of fun. So French as well. French as well. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get that yeah. punk and Phoenix. And exactly. Stuff There's lots of and Phoenix. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Phoenix. But it's rare because. A lot of French music is really bad. Dude, all of the oh. boom, dip, boom, dip, boom, dip, Jesus. I, I couldn't uh, stand it either. And when they try to do rock and roll, stop it. It doesn't work. Stop. Yeah. No, okay. no. The Euro, stop that. <laughs> the post-Duran Duran pop works for yes, people. Yes, exactly. Perfectly, right? Absolutely. Kind of comes into that. Yeah. Well, so what? how long were you in New York total? I was in New York for 10 years. We ten did years. 10 years. Oh, wow, so. that's a long time. Did you meet your husband in Florida or in New York? Florida, yeah. Florida, and uh, we moved up to New York and... Uh, and he had never even visited, you know, but I, yeah. I really wanted to move to New York um, all my life. And uh, and we went on a vacation. That was kind of my big sell. Yeah. And uh, we moved there. And then uh, when we went on a toss away weekend to New Orleans, we almost didn't get on the plane back. Okay. Almost. We were literally holding our boarding passes. Just thinking about it. Saying, we, maybe we, this we is... can cash in our 401k right now. Yeah. I was like, we have a good deal on our apartment. Hold on. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, and it came down for a second trip to see if we really wanted to make that decision. It's, it's you know, not, oh, we're on vacation. Everything's wonderful. We're moving right. here. And that's where I met Jeff Beach Bunbury for the first time. Oh, no kidding. And uh, Ann Tunerman for the first time. They did a Tales of the Tiki dinner. And um, Ann invited me uh, to go. And this was in 08. And I was considering moving down there. Yeah. And that's when I got involved with the uh, CAP program at Tales of the Cocktail. You saw that juicing yeah. with gas and stuff, right? Oh, my God. It was so intense, man. <laughs> 30 cases each. Yeah. Hand squeezing. I no know. machines. That's tough. It's really tough. Uh, each if, a day. Yeah. Oh, a day. Yeah. A day. Work. Yeah. So, um, and I, it's it's nice that I'm working for uh, the bum now. Yeah. You know, it kind of comes full circle. Yeah. It, right? it really does. How so. long had you been behind the bar roughly by the time you came into <sighs> I've New been Orleans? in the industry itself on and off about 20 years. Yeah. Oh, that's so, you yeah. had plenty of experience. Anybody, oh, yeah. anybody was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it started, you know, working at the ninth hole and, you know, pouring, mixing grapefruit and prune juice for old golfing dudes. Oh my God. What is that called? Just prune juice and grapefruit juice. <laughs> <laughs> the something cleaner. Yeah. The colon, exactly, super colon exactly. blow, maybe. Yeah. I don't know exactly. I don't know. <laughs> That's, it's, I hope you've got a golf cart not walking <laughs> on that golf course. <laughs> Just drop the clothes. Exactly. The clubhouse. When you left New York, you know, having been there 10 years, you know, going to New Orleans, acting, radio, they're not really an industry there. No, not at all. Was it not kind of, was it symbolic in a way that you were really transitioning into a new chapter dedicated to I wouldn't say so because I just didn't care anymore. You know, I didn't really? need it yeah. anymore. Um, and luckily, New Orleans has its own character. You know, it, it, New York screws you in a way um, that there's no going back to Jacksonville, Florida, or, right. you know. So it, oh, I see what you're saying. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. But New York also fools you into this false uh, thing that if you leave New York, you failed somehow. Right. Um, that's and, a, that's what cults say. Yeah. You know yeah. You leave here, you're betraying your family. Your family. Yeah, it's rubbish. Exactly. Right? It is. It's absolute rubbish. But um, but luckily, New York, New Orleans has its own uniqueness. Yeah. And New York for for me was losing its uniqueness. You know. What, and so what? There's an old Navy in Soho. Who the fuck cares? Got it. Right. You know. Right. Um, Getting sanitized, very much so, yeah. and and it just wasn't worth the money anymore. And also, ten years is a good run, you know. Yeah, that's great. It was a good run. I still love New York. I love my New York people and all that kind of stuff. And it's still an exciting city. It just, 
it was it was just time to move. Yeah, time to move and try something different. The the cocktail piece and kind of the imagination and the scene that reemerged really mm-hmm. because in New York, were you catching wind of that there? Yeah, because um, that's when it first it's was like right starting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was working at Blue Smoke and uh, Jazz Standard, and then um, and that's when it started exploding. Yeah. And you know, with uh, Flatiron Lounge and Pegu Club and. All those, uh, all those really terrific places, employees only, yeah. you know, all those. Um, and that's when I started really getting into it, you know. Um, we had a MySpace page with two and, uh, <laughs> other friends called the Broad Palette. Get it? We're broads. You yeah. know? It was so stupid. <laughs> but, but we were really into it and learning, you know. It's like, um, and that was, God, I'd say 06, 07, something like that. Yeah. And, you know, that was the first time that I tasted vermouth on its own, yeah. you know, and all those kind of things. And, you know, discovering it. I mean, there weren't seminars or any of that kind of stuff until really Tales of the Cocktail mm-hmm. happened. You have to discover yourself in a way. Yeah, yeah. It was a really learning on your own. Or if you were lucky enough to work for somebody like Audrey Saunders or, you know, any of those people up there. Yeah. Um, but it was, it, was, it was a blooming industry. Yeah. Definitely. Do you... Booze is an interesting thing in a couple of ways, right? Yeah. So booze it makes you feel good. Yes. So that's good. Right? Yeah. And that could be shitty booze, bad booze. Yeah. You know, great Absolutely. Booze, matter. But talk about vermouth. You talk about Fernet that we were sipping before we came yep. up here. That's this rich cultural heritage, Huge. right? It's there's a, there's think, a history in every bottle. That's right. And so that's does, that's what I really love, and especially you know from being a you know theater person, you're a storyteller. Yeah. And the more you know about each bottle and its history and stuff like that, that's something that you can give your guests because they're curious about it now. Sure. You know, I think um, I think the explosion of uh, the cocktail culture has a lot to do with Food Network. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, ten years ago, would you have expected to see an asparagus risotto in a Target? You know, so <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah, have that. and now, and now that's there, yeah. and and I think once people really got into uh, the culinary side, it was it was a matter of time before it went over into drinks. Yeah, because they're just parallel roads. They're parallel roads, and also the bar—that's where you make your money. You know, uh, the profit margins in restaurants are slim to none. Yeah, to negative. You right. know, um, right. and uh, so. With people giving um, more respect to that part of that arm of your of the restaurant is crucial, and and you can also help each other out too. You know, like the you know talking with your chef and seeing what's coming in and yeah. how we can help each other with you know uh, syrups or you know do you like this product? I want to use this in a dessert or whatever. You know, so um, it it's making a cohesion um that i think is very important to a restaurant i don't think that's going to backtrack no anytime. i don't think it can it won't anytime. De- it won't devolve yeah it's it's we silver spooned ourselves you yeah. know it's oh, yeah. like you know now we know good cocktails and we expect them everywhere well the bar's been raised now yeah the bar has been raised you know? yeah absolutely so, good or not well not yeah. but well yeah. no, in that industry absolutely. it's great but like music right so now everybody expects everything's going to be auto tuned yeah. That's the expectation. It's true. Which is strange because it's the absence of skill and precision. Yes. But whatever. Whatever. It's changed. But now right? they're used to that. And yeah. Now nobody knows or cares about how to sing anymore. It's gross. I'm just, we're just putting this out there because I just want people to get mad. Oh, please. <laughs> get mad. Fuck autotune. God, it's the worst. <laughs> exactly. The worst thing. Well, ever. and it's also interesting to me, too, you know, because, um, you know, I'm you know, 47 now, you know, that it's like, ah, oh, these kids with the clothes in the hand, that right. music, you know, um, 
when I see things like Kesha and, you know, Katy Perry mm-hmm. and all that, I'm like, where were these people found? Right. You know, because there aren't really music venues anymore. So these are just grown in Petri dishes. You're absolutely right. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, music is very expensive. I learned that painful lesson this year. Yeah. Um, the, and in New York, there are fewer and fewer music venues and stuff like that. So where are these people coming from? Where are they getting discovered? How do they get discovered? How yeah. are, where do they even practice anymore? You I know, don't. so. Yeah, these are great questions. And it's, I think, unfortunately, and I know think the answer to this is auto-tune. The Petri dish is a brilliant the, way to look at exactly. it. Exactly. You were looked at from the beginning, and marketing has always been there for yeah, music, sure. obviously. You know, um, I mean, shit, all my babysitting money went to Duran Duran, for Christ's sakes. Amazing so, marketing yeah, team. Yeah, oh, my God. Those videos alone, Oh, right? the videos alone, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I had T-shirts and posters from Japan and all that. Kind of, oh, my God. But uh, but it's it's always been important, but I think it's the first thought and not the second thought now. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I find that uh, disturbing. You know? it, well, it is because it's like, well, isn't this supposed to be an art? Well, wait, hang on, hang well, on. Yeah. Can we sell it or not? Say so what? Can we sell it? Can or we not? sell it or not? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So you think well, about and that. you're seeing that in the bartending is- industry now I, too, because people are getting into the industry because they want to be a star tender or whatever. It's like, uh, 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 uh. No, it doesn't work like that. Be good first. Yeah. Be good first. This is not about you. Yeah, you got to pay some exactly. dues. Pay some dues. You know, wash you, some fucking dishes, absolutely. and then talk to me. Carry so. drum sets. Exactly. Amps, right? like, exactly. This is the thing. You got to work in dives before you get in arenas, yeah. you know? So, Shock but yourself on the microphone. Smell like spilled beer. Exactly. Right? It things. happens. And those are things that, you know, I think they've made you a more rich person. Absolutely. Right? And you do. learn what works and what doesn't and what you're willing to hold on to, what yeah. you're willing to let go, you know? Um, it's But I feel like that's, that's going away, you know, um, yeah. especially in music, you know? Yeah. You have to search harder. Yeah, but that, you do. Uh, still Luckily, there is, uh, if that's one of the really great things about things like Spotify and Pandora yeah. Oh, yeah. is now if I put in like, you know, Search Gainsbourg or whatever, then that's how I find things like Strome, yeah. which I never would have heard before. And I wouldn't know how to look for it. Yeah, you actually, know? in a way, you can find greater stuff more quickly. True. So you have to, Absolutely. So I'm, I'm sure we've both been to a lot of shitty shows. Oh, <laughs> why yeah. am I sitting through this uh, show? Why am again? I doing this to myself? Help me, please. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not an interesting question. You know, I hadn't thought about this, and I hadn't, I wasn't able to find any connection between you and, and a brand, per se. No. But having... Um, I, did, of, I did some work for Quantro. I was a, Quantro? Uh, I was a brand educator for a while. Is that... So, yeah. Because that seems like, although maybe a little myopic, because there's such a massive category right. of spirits and stuff, there's returning to that kind of role, maybe full-time and traveling? Does that appeal to you? Um, I love traveling, um, but I like traveling with my husband. Mm. Um, one of the reasons why I quit doing stand-up is I realized I really hated touring. Oh. Um, you know, especially doing stand-up, and that's why they're all depressed, horrible people, you know, is, <laughs> is because you, you're yeah. in a car by yourself. Right. And um, when you're, you spend a lot of alone time, you can go in some weird places in your head. Yeah. Oh, and, sure. um, and you're already artistic and they can, tr- that's exactly. how people do We it. already have a dark sensibility yeah. to ourselves anyway. And, uh, and you're stuck in comic condos with two other yuck yucks. And <laughs> it's just, yeah. I was, and I remember one of the last tours that I did, I was in Little Rock, Arkansas and, of, and I was an opener. I never made it to headline yeah. or any of that kind of stuff. But uh, 
the headliners and especially if you're a woman that there's a lot of this head padding and let me give you advice and it's like yeah. dude your act sucks I'm not listening to you um, condescending but, yeah very condescending or and, yeah mansplaining mansplaining <laughs> exactly exactly and I remember at the it was my last show um, in Little Rock and the headliner was at the exit door with this pasted on grin holding up his cassette tape for sale. And I was like, this is not a life I want. Oh, man. It's not a life I want. I knew he was never going to make it also. He didn't, you know. Um, But it's just like that's that's just a sad life. And I like working with other people better, you know. So that's why I I really preferred theater, you know, because it's more familiar familial and um, there's a back and forth and all that kind of stuff. I have no regrets. I think everybody, everyone should try to do stand-up just Oh, once. man. I've, I had a friend ask me the other day. I said, yeah. it's not easy, is it? It's not. It's You're like, naked nope. up there. You're Sometimes naked up there. Sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, it's fucking terrible. Terrible and painful. Yeah. And you get nervous. I mean, because, you know, if you've written it, you've directed it, you have no one else to blame right. while you're out there. Yeah, totally. And I remember I was uh, competing um, for some stand-up thing in Florida, and uh, – I was so nervous, and uh, <laughs> they were giving my intro, and I have a tendency when I'm nervous to mm-hmm. cough. Oh, really? A lot. Interesting. And and I cough so hard that all of a sudden I'm like, oh, and no. the only saving grace was this plastic cup with steel beer and probably about 80 cigarettes in it. Oh, I just my like, gosh. And now you're Kim Patton, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know? After just yakking in a fucking ash cup, it was oh, that's was like terrible. That's a punk rock move. <laughs> if I've ever heard one, it's kind of brilliant, oh, dude. Punk rock move. Uh, when I did uh, America's uh, uh, Search for the Best Bartender, uh-huh. uh, we had this uh, little tradition that once you got booted off the show, that we all just you choose whatever booze you want, and we're buying you a bottle. Yeah, and you know you wear the the robe of shame, which was the Beverly Hills Hilton robe. Yeah, terrible robe. robe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, so once I got booted off the show, I, uh, I, I, I asked for tequila, and I took it, and, I, <laughs> and uh, the next day, Bill was just like, that was some Janis Joplin shit. I saw <laughs> the bubbles come up. I was oh just, gink, 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 gink. It was so stupid. And I was like, 10 minutes later, I'm like, nope, I'm drunk. I'm out of here. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and so the next day, um, you know, we had nothing to do but, you know, hang around L.A. And yeah. that was my first time in L.A. And we decided we were going to go to Universal Studios. And so all of a sudden, while we're on the bus on the way, I'm getting green as fuck. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, this is not good. And then I looked over at English Bill. I'm like, we got we to get off right now. And so the doors went open and there was a gas station across the street. I ran projectile vomited into the trash can, didn't even... Spill a drop anywhere. Really? And and I was like, okay, I'm good. He got me a Gatorade. I'm like, all right, let's go see some roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, the two other girls that were with us, they were bitching about their feet. It's like, she just vomited. <laughs> and she's able to do this without bitching. Yeah. So, yeah, step with, up. <laughs> with some skillful accuracy, mind oh, you. yeah, absolutely. Who does that? I don't know. That's amazing. I, I, I know. I must have channeled Linda Blair or something. I don't know. <laughs> So she was well, a little I mean, messier. So yeah, yeah, sure, a little green. Well, yeah, it could have yeah. been green, you know. Yeah, not exactly. Oh my god, that was epically stupid. But that <laughs> could be a good seminar topic. Exactly. 
how to puke properly. Right. Exactly. Control oh, the Dear strain. God, after running bars for so long, I would love to teach that seminar because I'm sick of cleaning that shit up. So, <laughs> it may actually work then. It may actually work. Well, shit. Exactly. Think about it. Hmm. It's been an interesting go. Real exactly. quick, did you ever, uh, when you're doing the stand-up stuff, did you ever work with Bernie Lovers? Is with he, what? Bernie Lovers from Heaven Hill. He was a stand-up. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, but I love Bernie. Oh, my God. He's so awesome. Um, no, I, I was uh, from the Bill Hicks, you know, school. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he was an amazing guy. He was did really you know nice. Bill I did. No so kidding. very vaguely, my uh, my sweet mate in college, we both uh, DJed at our shitty radio station. Oh, yeah, you're talking about um, I had a... <laughs> new Age radio show. Oh, my God. You're tuned into Chameleon T, bringing you the best of the New Age sounds here on KWWC-FM 90.5, the voice of Stevens College. Here's Yanni. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Live at the Acropolis. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, she had a comedy show. And um, and she was one of the first comedy radio shows that were really out there besides Dr. Demento, who no was kidding. one of her mentors. And uh, so she had these great relationships with all these people and, you know, interviews and yeah. shit like that. And uh, Bill Hicks was one, and because they are on the road a lot and they are lonely and all that kind of stuff. Like three o'clock in the morning, he'd, he'd call us and just talk shit. And yeah, wow. so he was—he was an amazing dude. I heard so, he's like a really kind guy. He is was. Yeah. So uh, he was super super nice and uh, and so smart and so funny, and uh, yeah, we lost a good one with that one. Man. So yeah. Yeah. Still lives though. Yeah, you know what I mean? like absolutely. His words are still pretty. Oh poignant. yeah, then they're still relevant and all that kind of yeah, stuff. They yeah, never, he, never he, went was, away. he was absolutely amazing. And uh, they actually, uh, there was some interview, and he actually mentioned me in one of the interviews because he always made fun of my name, Chameleon. So <laughs> you know, so he mentioned that in one of them. Lovingly, so, I'm sure. Lovingly, right? absolutely. <laughs> so I deserved it. That was so fucking pretentious. So, <laughs> well, we all gotta have a nickname. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Flavor Flav. That sounds exactly. real name. I'll stick right? with KPB for right See, now. That's so, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had to hyphenate two generals. You know, Patton yeah. and Bragg. So I had to hyphenate. So yeah, that's quite. It's yeah. a very powerful name. Yeah. So this, we let's return to New Orleans here. Mm-hmm. So you're very deeply entrenched in the hospitality and the bar community yeah. there. Yeah, you're teaching. You, you've yeah. known these guys for a while. And what's been the most recent thing? I was talking to Stephen, like I was mentioning a little yeah. bit about what's, what's what you're up to. What's uh, like kind of the yeah. current project? Right now, I'm at Latitude 29. Oh, good. Okay. Um, and I love it. Once again, I'm back with Beach Bum, and it all yeah. comes uh, full circle. And I'm so excited about it because, first of all, it's an awesome place, yeah. you know. Um, and Jeff and Anine are the best bosses you could uh, you could ask for. And uh, and Brad, who's the GM, he's just awesome. Yeah. And everybody who works there is great. I mean, they. And, and they're great drinks. And Tiki's never really been in my wheelhouse. Yeah. So I'm learning something different. Oh, you know. Cool. And I've always been kind of the whiskey evangelist. And now I'm really delving into rums, you know, uh-huh. um, in a different way. And uh, I'm totally loving that, I'm, you know, old dog is learning some new tricks. That's great, I yeah. love it. I absolutely love it. And it's it, that. And I get to walk to work again. Oh, is it that yeah, close? Yeah. Oh, I live in the quarter it. and it's in the quarter. Oh, so that's perfect. Yeah. So I get to walk to work and, you know, I'm back downtown where I belong. <laughs> and and it's, it's great. Rum makes people happy. Rum makes people happy. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Yeah. But there's these other things I don't know. Yeah. Why it makes people happy. But tiki is one of the greatest things ever. Yeah. It's awesome. And, you know, because it, tiki has a sense of humor, you know? Yes. It, yes, it, it has. Does. Has a big sense of humor about it. I mean, Tiki is all fake. 
It's yeah. it's all made up shit. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Umaki isn't really a word, you know. <laughs> so and and so with the garnishes and the music and the kitsch and yeah. all that, it's 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 fun. Yeah, you know, you don't see people crying in their pina colada. You know, there's no crying on a jet ski. Right. You know, well, unless you're Kenny Powers. But uh, <laughs> you had a lot to lose. Yeah, right? you had a lot to lose. <laughs> Poor Kenny. Um, but Tiki is it's fantasy. It it's it's fun. Yeah. You know, it takes you to a warmer place. I had you know yeah. I never thought about how playful. Yeah, it it's 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 childlike for an adult. It is you know? absolutely it's like Disney World for an adult. You see like a rum barrel come across, and it's got you know the umbrellas and monkeys and all this other kind yeah. of shit. If you're in a bad mood getting that drink, get the fuck out of here. How yeah, it's, you be? yeah, exactly. And it's a great drink, yeah. you know. And also, they're not super sweet drinks, you know. Um, yeah. People always think, I don't want anything too sweet. It's like, calm down. Just deal you with know? it. We 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 work on a balance here, right? You know. Um, and uh, they're they're complex. They're really complex, Absolutely. and that's what I really love about learning all this too. Is you know, you don't really blend two bourbons or two gins together, but you blend different rums together. Yeah. And so there's a there's a science and a skill and all that that I'm really looking forward to learning more and more about. It is you know? cool. You're right. It's they're with gins are multi noted, right? So they're yeah. polyphonic. Yeah. Kind of the musical yeah. word. So yeah. you mix it, it kind of becomes cacophonous. Yeah. But exactly. rum, despite how rich it is, it is kind of monophonic. Yeah. It's the most powerful single note you it ever really had. It really is. And, and you combine two of them. Yeah. It's, and there's just worlds of difference in it. Yeah. So that's, I, that's a brilliant way to look at it. Yeah. I, thought it, I mean, I love Tiki. I think I'm so excited that it's coming back. Yeah. Now, incrementally. Definitely. It's like a sweep the world, but no. all it takes is like one. I hope it doesn't. Form. To yeah. be quite honest, you know, because I want it to be, I want it to continue to be a special thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, and and I think if it becomes like a thing, then it implodes. Yeah. You know, just like any other trend. Totally. You know. You um, mentioned you were in Paris, kind of maybe yeah, recently. Yeah. I'm a total francophile, so yeah. Love Paris. I wrote yeah. Normandy. And yeah. All the, but oh. Did you go to Dirty Dick? No, I didn't. Oh my god. I know. Well, if I knew then, you yeah. know, so uh, my husband and I went there uh, when uh, that was our honeymoon. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I've been to France multiple times since then. But uh, uh, we we got married in front of the Wonder Wheel at Coney Island oh, cool. because of the movie The Warriors. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That Walter was, our, Hill, that was our bonding moment when no we met. Thing. And so our running joke is one day we will ride the Wonder Wheel. And then we moved to New York and we we're able to, you know, do that. And so yeah. we got married in front of the Wonder Wheel. And all our friends didn't even tell us, but they all showed up uh, dressed as the holidays of the year. Oh so gosh. I was processed down the boardwalk by a guy in a pink bunny outfit and an Indian <laughs> chief outfit. I had a flower man, you know, <laughs> one of my directors, this fabulous gay man, you know, t- tossing flowers yeah. everywhere. Um, my boss at the toy store, uh, he married us. And uh-huh. uh, then we, uh, you know, I just had tulips from the bodega. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, as I was walking, they didn't tell me that they moved the wedding. Because there was like some weird gorilla monkey thing that was making too much noise. What so the <laughs> so they didn't tell me. And so as I'm walking down to where we're supposed to meet and all that kind of stuff, I just hear, oh, I must take a shot with the bride. And it, it's like one of those Greek hot dog stands uh-huh, and yeah. everything. And, you know, huge shot. I'm taking a huge shot. And then I look over, family. I'm like, hi. <laughs> guess I'm ready to get married now. <laughs> so, well, even more than before, oh, yeah. I'm sure. And uh, we had our uh, 
our uh, honeymoon in the uh, Sideshow Freak Museum. Oh, man. And we had uh, Krispy Kremes as our cake and Coney Island hot dogs. See, that's awesome, though. Yeah, we spent like 500 bucks on our entire wedding. But it's, you it's know? all you. you and know? it was fun. And our friends helped create a great moment. And yeah. uh, we registered our honeymoon. So we were able to spend 18 days in France. That's amazing. It's like, I, didn't, I don't need a fucking crock pot. I have a tiny apartment in Brooklyn. What am I going to do with that? Yeah, yeah but, totally. Exactly. Like, Register well, your honeymoon. Let's do that. Let's take so, it to the road. Yeah. People. And it yeah. was great. It was wonderful. It, well, if the tiki, it's where tiki is has this European flair. You oh, know, dude, it's it so, such a cool I spot. definitely need to go to Dirty Dicks. Um, and uh, I'm really hoping my buddy uh, Joe Bowley, who I met at Cane Camp a couple yeah. years ago, he's uh, you know, yeah, is he on a place in Paris? He, he does. does. Right? He, he owns the Red House. Yeah, he was just in town. Yeah, in Houston, he was just actually. at Tails, and he was in town here, and yeah, then he came yeah. to Tails. And uh, and he's I, I adore him. He's my bud, you know. And yeah. uh, he does a crawfish boil every July Fourth over there. And That's he's crazy. been trying to get me over there to work it. And just schedules haven't worked mm. out. I'm gonna make it work this year. It's gonna happen. I think you will. Oh uh, yeah. I think you will. Yeah. You know, we've got a few more questions for you because I know sure. we're both busy and we get to do some more drinking, sipping, oh, talking. Oh yeah, all absolutely. So how was the class this morning? Paying, it's, it's yeah. a nod to Tom Waits, apparently. Absolutely. Well, you know, when you live in New Orleans, by law, you have to love Tom Waits, okay. you know. So um, it's just like whenever you see syllabuses and everything, it's like, you know, um, make it a little bit more human. You get it. You know? You, yeah, you And, totally and uh, he is a, definitely a very human person. And there were yeah. a lot of the titles that made sense for some of the things that I was touching on. Yeah. Um, and so it was a really great class, and, and I'm, I'm really proud and humbled that I was able to do it. You what know? was kind of the main, like now that you've had a nice rich mm-hmm. history and a yeah. massive experience in a lot of different areas, what's yeah. like, you have a few pillars that you communicate to younger folks and say, this is kind of. Absolutely. Um, there, you have to be willing to be humble. Yeah. Um, uh, the dream that you have of your restaurant you have to be able to let go of that a little bit because your guests are going to tell you what it is, not necessarily you. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, just being able to adjust um, and also be kind. Mm-hmm. Um, your staff works really hard for you, you know, and and you have to work extra hard for them to gain that loyalty. Yeah. And let them, you know, know that you're never going to ask them to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. And all that kind of stuff. And, you know, making sure that the front of the house, the back of the house gets along. And, you know, there's not that attitude. And bartenders and servers, it's like, don't get on your high horse because you're a bartender. Mm. They're just a server. There's no just yeah, a server. A, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard work. And they have tons of knowledge, too, a lot of times, you know. It's a good thing. I mean, it's just kind of preaching the love and the kindness and just Absolutely. treating each other with respect. Exactly. Seems yeah, like that's it's, pretty it, it's obvious. It's kind of like hospitality, you know, but um, yeah. but some people lose sight of that. Um, and make sure you're getting into the business for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, if you're doing it to be a star tender or any of that kind of stuff, and, you know, I'm guilty also, oh, you know, I'm Whoa. a total fucking media whore. I know, I love yeah, that, though, but that's good but, to and be that's open fine, about But that. don't get into this business because of that. Right, right. You know, that should be something that the hard work you've done, you've been gifted mm-hmm. with uh, notoriety or anything like that. It's um, secondary to the main thing. Absolutely, which is getting people drunk and laid. That's that right. is what you do. I'm nothing but a glorified madam. 
You know, uh, it's like that's it's easier for you because you're peddling rum. Exactly, exactly. Who doesn't get laid after drinking rum? Exactly. Then you're doing it wrong. That's you know, right. so it's uh, that's your job is to improve somebody's day. You yeah. know, and you're an atheistic confessional. You're so many different things for people, and it's for them. It's not for you. But yeah. you do gain a lot from that. You know, because I think that's what's so wonderful about this industry and bartenders. They're so well rounded. Because they're not stuck in a cubicle of just insurance people. Right. You know, they are, they're serving that insurance guy next to a stripper, next to a doctor, next yeah. to a writer and all that. And so you're getting so many conversations and perspectives and stuff like that. And you can learn a lot that way. A lot, you know, because you have to listen. That's right. You know, and that's, that's a huge part of your job. It's huge a, part of your job. It, it's amazing. And, I, you know, it feels like the perfect culmination of the things that you've done. Right? Yeah. It's like, well, I got this skill some years back. Absolutely. I got this other one a couple of years back. Yeah. The media piece, working with radio. I mean, all of this seems to line up really It does. Well, I, I think that's the kind of what, you know, everybody's journey does that, hopefully. You know? Yeah, if um, they let it. If they let it. If yeah. they let it. And, you know, we all, you know, fuck up. You know, I've definitely done much share of that yeah, you have to though. you know but that's yeah. that's how you learn that's Absolutely. how you learn well i got two questions left uh-huh we've talked about a lot of cool stuff um and maybe i know the answer to this because we were talking <laughs> about nick Rhodes earlier oh, yeah. but so imagine that you are at any bar in the world your favorite bar in the world and you're okay. drinking tiki yeah gotta drink some tiki of course and you can have a conversation and a drink with anybody living or wow deceased. you know um I would love to, I would really, I mean, he didn't drink at the end, but it would be Bill. It'd be Bill Hicks. Oh, man, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, we only knew each other through telephone and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so I would love to share a drink with, with Bill, man. you know. I, I really would. So, yeah. That's, that's brilliant. I think it's, it's yeah. again, that's kind of Yeah, him too. and then probably Madeline Kahn or Tracy Ullman. Yeah. Tracy Ullman, because Madeline Kahn did pass away, didn't she? Uh, she did, yeah. yeah but, but, but Tracy Ullman's Tracy, still around. she's still around, and I idolize her. I bet that could happen. Idolize her. Oh, my she's God. She's great, man. I, she's, you know, I, I dealt with so many celebrities in New York, you know, through the toy store, through yeah. the restaurant. And I, I never gave a shit, you know, really. Yeah. It's like, you know, had this great moment with De Niro. Of oh, us, yeah, yeah, it was so funny. He was buying an accordion, and we were going <laughs> back and forth with the word beautiful. You need this beautiful thing? No, it's already beautiful. Why is it up a beautiful thing? Yeah, we just... <laughs> Yeah, and I never really gave a shit, but for some reason, when I was at Jazz Standard, Elvis Costello came in. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't, oh my I can't. I, I, yeah. I, what, what the hell? I can't even speak, <laughs> you know? And, and it's like, it's, I was like, really, Elvis? That, yeah. That's that's, that's my go to. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was really wild. That's Whenever so he would cool. come in, because Diane Diane Crawl, uh-huh. a lot of her musicians would perform there. Oh, okay. And so they would come in, and I I would get so damn nervous. I would get so It's nervous. still cool to be yeah. in that room, though. Yeah, yeah definitely. Man, I'm definitely. In, I'm very envious. Yeah. Well, last question that mm-hmm. I've got for you. You've done it kind of all. You know, there's always done things a lot. to be done, yeah. right? There's, yeah. You said I've, you're 47 I've lived now. a few lives. <laughs> a, few, a few lives, at least. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm so glad that you, like, you're doing this with the love of your life, too. That's something oh, that's yeah. important to me. Absolutely. We've been together over 20 years. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I still like the dude. Still going yeah. strong. Yeah, absolutely. No kids, which probably is why it's, Hell last, no. why it's lasted but so But I long. am a grandma. I'm a gilf now. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, step-grandma. So, yeah. So. I was like, wait, how does that work out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that makes <laughs> wait sense. 
yeah, so uh, that that's really fun. That's uh, so cool. Yeah. yeah. You can take all the parks without any of the exactly. mess, right? Exactly. And, and they live in Richmond, so they were like, oh, time to change the baby. No, it's time to go to the Smithsonian. <laughs> Ama- amazing. Exactly. It's perfect. Well, so then where does this – the, there's probably many chapters left, you know? Yeah. But where, I hope so. Oh, yeah, I do be. stupid shit. I, I every <laughs> every day's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the only time I've heard that this week. Yeah. yeah. What is is there something that you still really would like to achieve? Something that you haven't yet done that you really are trying to push forward and try um, to do? Yeah. Um. I'm actually working on a book. So amazing. So I I've discovered I really like writing yeah. and um. And so I'm I'm working on a book right now about you about the world. No, it's 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 a uh, it's a novel, um, but it's cocktail related. There'll oh. be a different cocktail recipe at the beginning of each chapter. Oh, cool! But um, yeah, it's dealing with art heists and stuff like that. So I'm I, I'm a huge art nerd. Yeah. So it just kind of back to the '60s France, yeah. right? Like, yeah, exactly. Thomas Crown Affairs. Yeah. Like oh yeah. 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 And it got inspired because somebody stole a piece of my fucking artwork out of uh, Three Muses' bathroom. No they literally took it out of the frame and put the frame back up. Oh, my God. And I was so angry. And at the same time, I was, uh, I was just like, you know what? I'm really obsessed with art heist and, and stuff like that. I love yeah. any of those. Uh, th- I've been you know, reading so many books about you know, Museum of the Missing and yeah, you know, yeah. different, uh, uh, different things like that. And so I'm just kind of tying the two together. That so, is perfect. Yeah. So whether it gets published or not, it's a fun exercise. Yeah. You know. Do you it, want to do that? The book tour and all that? If that happens? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. I would love that. So. When do you want to be done with it? <laughs> Who knows? It's writing. Yeah. You know? And I'm so ADD. I'm like, oh, look, puppies. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So who knows? I mean, it's it's going to be a process. I'm in the uh, research uh stage right now that's cool yeah yeah that's really cool and i think that 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 kind of makes some sense it does kind of make sense. what else haven't you done book okay okay book yeah yeah. book fine sure why not (laughs) the play in the movie see what works coming soon exactly exactly well it's man it's been a pleasure getting to chat absolutely this is fun dallas 2017 all the things that we do and it's a cool place it's abandoned it's really cool. Building, I'm totally taking a picture of that Playboy. Bunny yeah, suit. and you need to go that downstairs. Is creepy as and go fuck. In the, it is really strange. Yeah, it's really weird. Beautiful so. but strange. Yeah, absolutely. So, KBB, it's been a pleasure. Thank awesome. you so much for sitting down. You got it, sweetheart. Anytime. We'll talk soon. Thank All you. Right. Well, there we have it. Kimberly Patton Bragg of New Orleans has seen the cocktail scene emerge, evolve, has had an interesting career in multiple industries, and has always been donning that red hair. What a focus on aesthetic and it's brilliant to integrate that aesthetic with tiki again the least pretentious genre of cocktails that there has been kimberly thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with me in dallas texas for the bar institute hope to see you in new orleans soon so thanks everybody for listening to show to view with mike g no matter how many seasons of entourage you've watched and are now thinking and reflecting about this wave of sexual harassment now reported in the media and thinking how that ties back to some of those scripts and Jeremy Piven, or if you're thinking, I really would like to hear more on this topic, more of a dialogue, more of a discourse, please keep going.